to the Strong Life Coach Podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Today, I'm joined in the podcast studio by Fernie Rizzo. Fernie, I think this is number number four, my brother. Uh, this is your it fourth is. time in the podcast <laughs> studio. We are um, right in the middle. I mean, we are in, what is it? It is, uh, it is April 28th, so we are right in the middle of the COVID-19 quarantine and we're here to talk about how the COVID-19 quarantine situation has has influenced his basketball program. And if you want to know a little bit about Fernie, about his insurance business, go go check out that episode. If you want to learn about the the beginning um, part of Nike Pro Skills with with, with that venture, go, go look at that that podcast. And uh, but today we're going to talk about this, this this quarantine season. And I and uh, Fernie, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you back. Appreciate it, brother. Glad to be back. Always glad, always glad to be on with you. Yes, sir. Now, the, I, I, let me ask you: uh, How how has your basketball program, Nike Pro Skills, been affected by COVID nineteen? Oh man, just like every other basketball program out there, we haven't been able to do anything. Uh, you know, since March the sixteenth, I believe it was. So we're going on six weeks here of not being able to get on the basketball court, not being able to play a game, game a tournament. Uh, you know, we were very, very adversely affected um, where we just pretty much had to stop all uh, interactive uh, in-person operations as far as our basketball program goes. So we miss being out there on the court. Uh, by now, we would have already played our third tournament pretty much or mm-hmm. been playing our third tournament this coming weekend. Uh, we were also, you know, forced to cancel our first annual uh, Pro Skills Open Run tournament. We were going to host our own tournament this coming weekend, May the second, and we were obviously forced to to cancel that. Uh, with the school shutting down, we, we haven't been able to practice. The social distancing rules have uh, prevented us from even, you know, getting together at a park or, or anywhere to, to be able to do basketball team activities. Mm, yes, 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 yes. So t- tell me about when you when you guys first found out that the, the, that this was happening, right? Like, tell me about some of the players' responses, the parents' responses. Like, what were some of those first um, those first responses that you that you had when when it was first announced that hey, all activity is being canceled? Um, it was the unknown. Uh, we had never been in this situation ever as a, as a population. So, you know, many people thought the season was canceled. Um, hey, what are we going to do? There's not going to be any basketball. Uh, so the, the first reaction was, was that of the unknown and, you know, uh, confusion. Um, everybody was bewildered as far as, you know, what was in store for their future. So just, just shock and, and confusion and, uh, you know, uh, what, what was to come. So everybody's reaction was, was a, a shocking one. Mm, yes, 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 yes. And then uh, with with all that ha- that's happened, I know I, I know Nike Pro Skills in what, what, what your basketball program is has been unique in, in offering this uh, this these cre- creative solutions. Talk about the creative solutions that your basketball program Nike Pro Skills offers to help the the players to stay focused, to stay 
really even even to stay in shape during during the during the the quarantine. Yeah, so uh, man, I've always talked about the the strong board of directors that we have with uh, you know, Scott Trinquire, Meredith Kennedy, Willie Anderson. We had to come together and, and brainstorm, and Meredith and Scott have been instrumental in leading our virtual experience. Um, you know, we were guided from our our uh, people up in Dallas at the EYBL program. Uh, you know, Jeff Webster, Earl, Earl Rooks put together a great virtual experience themselves, and it kind of led us to, to pretty much do that as well. So we've put together virtual experience curriculum um, through, through much thoughtful planning, uh, you know, getting together on conference calls. We needed the kids, we need the kids to stay ready, the young men and young women. So when, uh, you know, COVID-19 is, I'm not gonna say come and gone. I think we're, we're you know, far away from that. But when the stay at home restrictions are lifted and, you know, we go back to as long as we can be, that the athletes are ready to go ahead and step on the court and participate again. Um, you know, I have two sons that are in the program and I kind of saw the, the video game action uh, happening a little too much if we weren't going to do anything. So, you know, even though I'm not against video games, uh, at the end of the day, just sitting on a, on a couch or sitting on your bed and doing that all day, it's just not, not great for the body. So we've put together pretty much what, what ended up becoming the six-day virtual curriculum um, for the kids that includes not only physical training, uh, skills training, strength and conditioning training, but also mental training. So, you know, we do a little bit of, of every, everything with the kids of, of all age groups. Yes, 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 yes. So then, um, so I had to, to tell me about what, what what that looks like. Like, so when you talk about virtual training, I mean, is it, I mean, they, they, is it like a YouTube video that tells them what to do or, or, or what is that exactly? Because I think I've seen one of the videos like on uh, Twitter or something like that, that looked, it looked more advanced than just like a, telling you know telling them what to do but tell me more about that oh yeah so you know our, our directors get on the on zoom they go ahead and schedule a zoom call and uh you know i, I want to say thank goodness for zoom man if it wasn't for zoom uh, yeah we'd probably be using facetime or, or something else but zoom's just very uh it lends itself to to what we're trying to do um and our directors actually get on the zoom call and they lead the training. So the live virtual training um, where they're doing skills twice a week, um, Mondays and Thursdays. On Saturday mornings, um, we're, we're get, waking them up early. And, you know, uh, so Mondays and Thursdays, Coach Meredith, uh, she's the one on, on there leading virtual skills training. And it's, it encompasses a lot of ball skills, footwork, uh, shooting techniques, you know, and then Saturdays, Coach Scott is doing a lot of strength, conditioning, agility, balance, training with these kids. Uh, Wednesdays, JC Ultimate Training, who's one of our partners, um, gets on there for an half and he trains our national teams, um, our elite players, on a lot of just strength, conditioning, agility, you know, uh, core exercises. And then Tuesday and Friday, Coach Derek, 
um, he's our, our mental uh, train trainer, mental training coach. He gets on there and he, uh, you know, shows them a train the mind video. Uh, one of our partners trained the mind and he goes ahead and, you know, 30 minutes of a call. He discusses the, the video with the kids and starts talking about, you know, meditation techniques, visualization techniques, um, just mental training that we've talked about before uh, so we actually incorporated the mental training into our virtual experience twice a week as well so two days a week they're getting strength and conditioning two days a week they're getting virtual skills training two days a week they're getting mental training or actually one day a week we split it between the you know eighth grade and above seventh grade and below kids um, to jump on the call and then we have uh, we've been doing some shooting so we on top of all that, we do assign a shooting workout that they need to do on their own twice a week on their uh, mobile phone. So they, you know, they have access to a hoop at home. Not everybody does, but those that do are able to go out to their, their basketball court and, and do a, a shooting workout for about 30 to 45 minutes a day, twice a week. So we have the kids working, man, that, that's for sure. Uh, and we're very impressed with the commitment they've displayed. Yes. How, how are the kids uh, responding to the training? I mean, it's, it sounds like a powerful thing because you, you kind of hit all levels. You get the skills, the, you know, you get, you get the coordination, you get the strength and conditioning, and then you get the, the mental training. How, how have the, the kids responded to, to all of that? It's new, man, because we we're rolling out the, the mental training for the very first time. So before we could even, I mean, we had been practicing maybe two weeks if that, when, when this COVID-19 crisis, uh, this pandemic about, so we had just started training the kids and, you know, even as adults, mental training is, is not easy. I mean, we, you know, we, we don't, you know, it's a tough thing to understand how to train your mind. So, you know, it's been challenging for them a little bit, but they've reacted to it very positively, very openly open-minded. Uh, as far as the skills training, the strength and conditioning, they understand it's it's hard. It's been hard for them um, not to be, you know, their first reaction was was sadness because they weren't able to be around their teammates. Right. But some, some parents and, and kids expressed how, how awesome it is to be away, to have to stay at home, but be able to at least a few days a week be on camera with with their teammates, friends, and, and how how refreshing that is during these times. So, you know, it's it's a refreshing time for them to be able to to get on online with their friends, with their teammates, be able to talk to each other, interact. Um, it's not all just driving training, driving training, but we allow them to to share some moments. Uh, our coaches have a meeting with them once a week, so our coaches meet with their teams once a week virtually. And that's, you know, they talk about just how's everybody doing, kind of take the pulse of the team, mm -hmm. go over some inbounds plays, uh, offense, defense concepts, uh, go over videos. You mentioned YouTube videos. We do, uh, you know, we do assign them some YouTube videos on post-up moves and offensive and defensive strategies. And we talk about those once a week during our team meeting. But those are exciting times for them because they're able to get on camera with their friends and their teammates that they uh, greatly miss, man. Yes. It's been a different experience for sure for everybody, you know. Oh, right, right, right. Right, that, that that social connection, you know, I think it's vital. And it's one of those where as an athlete, it's kind of built into your lifestyle because you're like, okay, I'm going to get my social connection 
when I go to the basketball practice or when I go to the basketball games or basketball tournaments and all of a sudden all of that is removed and it's going hey well how do I how do I make up for that how do I compensate for the um, for the for the time that I, that is no longer in my schedule so I, it, 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 it's great that you guys are finding that way to fulfill that for them they're able to come together like that and connect that was one of the the important things for us was that social connection during this social distancing time so we call it staying social during social distancing you know yeah. <laughs> we try to stay social during social distancing and it was important for us to provide that physical education component to uh you know four days a week that you know they're they're getting uh, school work from their teachers during distance learning because uh schools had to be so we're pretty excited i mean they're they're pe coaches they're athletic coaches they send them workouts but we're, we're happy to be able to contribute to that physical education component of what they're not getting by not being on their camp on their school campus so you know we're excited we're, we're, we're able to contribute to some of their their education as well that's right that's right i love it i love it and uh, what challenges have you faced so being in the role of program director what, what challenges have you faced uh, specifically oh, <laughs> so you know it was it, it's ironic because i thought i'd be working less on pro skills i mean i, I do have a full-time business that i pretty much work on you know eight eight to five nine to five uh sometimes nine to six so i figured i'd be taking a, a little bit of a break from basketball during covid 19 but i've mm -hmm. i've actually been working just as hard man i mean i know i haven't been on the court but putting together the curriculum getting on the calls i do coach three of the teams uh, three of the national teams in our organization getting on the calls with them being able to structure this virtual experience still being a resource i mean we have about 16 teams in the program so still making sure that this virtual experience runs and it flows and, and meeting with our directors on a constant basis you know having to to stay close to the, the computer and the email for the uh, tournament directors, the league directors, uh, the, the gyms, you know, uh, because there's so much uncertainty during these times. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much working about seven days a week on, on pro skills as well. So, you know, it's, it's affected me uh, mentally a little bit because I, I miss being around the kids, man. I really do. That, that's kind of what drives me. But I've had to, uh, you know, understand how important my role is as far as making sure that the program still stays afloat being able to being able to console those parents who who have had a rough time uh, yes. during these times you know due to maybe unemployment uh, they were furloughed maybe laid off uh, the kids don't have access to facilities being able to 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 you know use our resources to the best way possible so man it's it's you know you always talk about growth me and you we've been on a lot of masterminds uh, that talk about growth and and this time has absolutely forced me to grow as an individual as a leader of, of the organization because it's easy when everybody's practicing and, and you know, flows and your schedule kind of flows but when you get hit with a a crisis and there's so much uncertainty with everybody you have to to pretty much you know grow as an individual to be able to 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 keep the program running. right right 
and then you're in a role where people look to you you know like like uh, which is it's always i think it's always a fascinating experience where um you're expected to have answers yet there, there's not a lot of answers during this <laughs> season you know like it's like okay well hey bernie you're the director you're the leader surely you know I mean, I, I mean, you're not a COVID-19 expert, but it's like, hey, well, 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 what's happening? What are we gonna do? What's the game plan? But in some ways, I mean, you, you, you are just like everybody else, kind of waiting for the direction from, from the, the our, our leaders in our city, our leaders in our state, to open up options. But, I, but I just imagine that has to be a challenge as well, where all, all the eyes look to you and go, hey, what are we doing? What are we going to do? When are we gonna do it? and expect you to have the answers and and you know it's funny you say that because i'm not much of a of a political and, and a, a, a guy that watches the news that's not me you know i'm an espn you know seven days a week watch espn you know watch nba tv <laughs> nfl network yep. um, and it's forced me to watch the news man to to really stay stay afloat with what's going on and, and listen to, to the mayor's uh, executive orders, the governor's executive orders. It's brought us all together and it's, it's made us all more aware of, of what's going on in our society. So yeah, I mean, the fact that people do look look to me to have the answers, I kind of have to, to give updates. Um, yeah, it's made me, you know, yesterday I was on there for almost an hour watching Governor Abbott's, uh, you know, new executive order. So it, it's, it's, it's uh, definitely made me grow, man. Because, like you said, I, I have—I'm not gonna have all the answers, but I gotta be ready and prepared to to make people feel at ease and, and give people optimism about what's to come. You know, yes. uh, I, I think this is this is a, a unprecedented times we're in, but you know, we're we're all gonna recover because we're doing this together. And when we do, gotta be ready. So it's my job as director to make sure that you know we're ready physically that we're ready mentally that we're ready to go as far as facilities go tournaments go and that you know parents are are satisfied with the answers we're giving yes 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 i i i'm i'm with that i think i've probably never watched more news ever in my life <laughs> you know and and I've never gone to more news websites and asking, hey, well, what's new? What's the new guidelines? What are the new expectations? And um, but I think that this season certainly has us tuned in more than ever. Now, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you brought up you brought up optimism. So from from that from that angle, what's the biggest benefit? Do you think that this season this this COVID-19 quarantine what's the biggest benefit you think it's provided to the athletes in the program like what, what good has come to them in the in this season uh you know I, I am a, a glass half full kind of guy I always have been and I honestly think there's been quite a bit of benefits man I think people have seen the value of participating in our organization where we didn't just fall off the face of the earth and said, hey, we'll, we'll touch base when this is all said and done. But we've provided that platform. If, honestly, as if nothing ever happened, these kids are still getting, they're probably getting more workouts now 
than they would if we were actually in season. I, I mean, it's ironic for me to say that, but it's because we've put all 16 teams together. You know, we've included them in the virtual experience, so kids are able to take advantage of either mental training, physical training, skills training, six days a week. Whereas normally they'd be in the gym, you know, two, three days a week, plus a tournament on the weekend. So it's fitted them knowing that that they're part of a program that that is legit for lack of a better word i guess you know that that we do provide those experiences those resources for them to the promise we make to make them better athletes better players um, one of our seniors unsigned seniors just got two uh, junior college offers uh, we, we posted that on tw twitter we're excited he got a, a JUCO offer from a college in New York, and he got a JUCO offer from a college in Victoria, Texas. So, you know, uh, just keeping keeping that in mind is that we're still here, providing them the resources. They're still working out so that they take advantage of this kind of stuff where they get offers and they're confident that they're they're ready to go ahead and and, and uh, you know step on the court when it comes time to do that again. Um, you know the just the benefit of, of this too is is a lot of kids because we're a fairly new organization they didn't really know each other and they've gotten to know each other through the virtual training the virtual experience the virtual meetings that we've done with them so it, it's there's been a lot of good a lot of positive that's that's come through this uh, i think we've you know we've become stronger as an organization the teams have become stronger because of the bond they've had to develop due to the obstacles they've all had to overcome during these times. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I do want to highlight one of the things you said regarding the, even the way you describe your, the approach of the program was not to say, all right, all right, time for a vacation, for a long vacation, you know, six weeks <laughs> vacation for pro skills. Everybody, go get some some rest, and we'll see you. You know, we'll see you when we're, we're getting you back in shape after Pro Skills is over. But it's I mean, and, and we all know. I mean, we know how powerful physical activity, how how powerful exercise is for for your social well being, your mental well being, your your emotional well being. I mean, the service that you're providing to the, the athletes in the program has been, I mean, it's, it, it is remarkable because of how, how beneficial it is to overall wellness. So even, even how you were describing, like they're getting six days um, um, of guidance, of direction, of, of virtual training um, in this season, which yeah, again, I, I think, I, I think that's, that's remarkable. Yeah. Absolutely, man. You, you hit it on the head. Just the overall physical wellness, mental wellness, especially also mental wellness. I mean, it takes a lot of mental strength to be able to to deal with with uh, these challenging times. You know, mm -hmm. yes. I know for for me it has. For a lot of adults out there as well. You know, sure. And and so in this season, um, tell me about what the communication looks like between tournament organizers and the basketball programs i'm sure um i mean i imagine the the, the tournament organizers are 
are, you know, they're still coordinating with gyms. They're coordinating with basketball programs, with coaches. What does that look like um, right now? As I know a number of tournaments have been canceled, so I'm sure they, a lot of the organizers want to get them rescheduled. What does the communication look like right now between the organizers and, and, the, and the program directors? Uh, it's been great, man. Uh, you know, a lot of our tournament directors have reached out to ask for opinion, which I think is, is awesome. You know, would we be okay, you know, coming out and playing without spectators? Um, that's definitely something we shot down. Uh, we were asked that question by multiple tournament directors, and we just don't feel like we want to put a team out there without their parents supporting them. So that's definitely something we shot down. Unfortunately, we we said, hey, we can't resume play unless we have our parents behind them. I mean, our, our parents are what what helps us build this organization. Nobody wants to send their, I mean, you know, every now and then it's fine, but to be told, hey. You're, you're gonna go play and you can't watch them. <laughs> that's not something, that's not what we stand for, you know, but uh, they've been very open to asking us for suggestions. Uh, when can you guys start up again? Um, you know, uh, when, what would you, like I said, would you be okay to, you know, these options um, for you guys playing with, with these restrictions? So the communication has been, has been outstanding. It's been exactly, you know, what we expected as far as, you know, uh, the, the Spurs organization has reached out plenty. Uh, we do play a lot of their tournaments as well. Um, so, you know, they've been obviously having to kind of keep track of what the NBA is doing as well, um, right. as far as, you know, resuming their season. So, you know, they've been good about notifying us what their intent is. Uh, so it kind of gives us a timeline of us rescheduling our tournaments, kind of modifying our, our tournament schedule for this summer, which is going to be it's going to be interesting. I think we're we're going to go from spacing out our tournaments to the kids having to play back to back to back to back uh, multiple weekends because we're 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 wanting we're wanting them to still get that experience of, yes. of summer basketball. Yes, yes, um, and. Even what you, 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 you talk about with the, uh, I'm glad you brought up the, even the NBA, because the, I mean, even like with the announcement recently that the NBA is going to begin to open up some of their, their practicing facilities, I believe it's May 8th now, um, so that they're, uh, so that, yeah, so that some of the, them could begin going back to the facilities. There's still going to be guidelines, but it's interesting how even, even they kind of dictate pace of, hey, what what does returning to basketball activity look like? And we're seeing some of that how um, how the NBA is doing that. And you you talk about how there's a there is I mean there's absolutely a connection. That that's what they're doing at the professional level to get this back going, and then how that influences maybe what some of the basketball tournaments are doing at, at the. Um, at the scholastic level, if that's the right phrase. Yeah, there's a big connection between what the NBA is doing and what what the amateur uh, amateur organizations are doing. Yeah, so you know, big big connection. Um, so we're we're kind of you know also keeping tabs on on what the NBA is doing because I think when when the NBA declares that it's resuming operations. Um, I think most amateur organizations are going to follow suit and 
kind of organize their tournaments along the same way that the NBA is going to. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a tournament director per se, but I would assume, you know, when the NBA canceled their season, I mean, a lot of the amateur organizations followed. Sure. Got it. Perfect. Well, good, brother. Well, well look, um, I, I, I am... Um, I'm glad you were able to jump on with me today. I know there's there's a lot going on in this season. I'm grateful for what you're doing. I think I think what you're doing still is, is providing a service to to community, to family members, to um, to. I, 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 when I think about you know all the stories we hear about parents, all these extra responsibilities that they have during this time period, but to hear about the service that your best program is providing, this this that creative outlet that energy outlet the exercise i think it's a, it's a great service and i'm sure the parents are really grateful for what you're doing and the value that your organization continues to add during this time period so so one thank you for joining um uh two i want to say if you're listening to the podcast um, i'm here i am here with fernie rizzo director of nike pro skills san antonio and uh let me encourage you if if you know a parent um, of a of an amateur athlete, of a, of, a, of a aspiring basketball player, and really they could be any level, let me encourage you, share this podcast with them. Send them, send them the, the link to this podcast so they can hear a little bit about the passion be, uh, with, with, with Fernie. And, and, and if they're looking for a basketball program, this is a, a top-of-the-line program, and I want to give that my full endorsement and just share that... Um, that this is a program you want your child or they would probably want their child to be connected with because of the perpetual value they add. So share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, comment on the podcast, let us know your thoughts, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. This is a Strong Life Coach podcast. We speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Fernie, thank you for joining me on today's show. And thank you for bringing me on.